Um, this morning, I, this is Vision Sunday. The term is starting. And uh, if you didn't know, it is starting. The schools are starting this week. And as we kick off this, this first term, I, uh, or the second term, my apologies, the second term, I want to start it with Vision Sunday. And I want to make sure that, you know, as we, as we start this first um, Sunday of the term, that uh, everybody catches vision. And so I just want to share with you a, a slide and just speak to you a little bit through where we are as a church and where we are going to. Who of you know, and I just want you to know that this morning as well, you, be, you belong to a church that are moving. Are you there? Uh, we are not, uh, the Holy Spirit is not inside of us to be a dam. He's inside of us because He's a river. Can I say that again? He's a river, He's not a lake. He doesn't want to be stagnant. He doesn't want to stay. He wants to be out. And, uh, and so you belong to a church that believes in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. So behind me, you'll see a slide, and I, I quickly want to talk you through it. Right in the middle, um, you'll see Empower Churches. And this is a, uh, just for everybody's note, that right now, of course, you're sitting in Pretoria. If you are confused, this is Pretoria. And as we sit in Pretoria this morning, this is our Jerusalem. And a while back, the Lord spoke to, to me to plant a church in, uh, in Durban. And we had a group of people gathering there. And in August last year, 27 August last year, beginning September last year, we planted our church in Durban, 29 Salisbury Avenue, Durban, Westville. And that church, when we planted it, was about 100, 120 people. And they have grown now. Uh, on a Sunday to between six to seven hundred people in less than a year. Um, so all the glory and all the honor to the Lord that has done this. And they've become an established family. And as they are growing now, um, there are many things that we are looking in right now for them, going to uh, new things, new dimensions, because God is uh, definitely going to do something mega. And we have to understand that what we have right here in Pretoria, we are a... Um, in all means, we are a church that has a, a mega pattern. In other words, we are a big church. We have a school. We have a pattern here. And so as we travel across the nation, we have to continue with the pattern. Are you guys with me? So it's not like Judea is going to be smaller than, um, than Jerusalem. It's going to be the same. And so we're growing the vision. We're growing the leaders. We're growing the people. Who of you know that you are called to, to grow people need to grow through you? Are you there? And then uh, the second church, of course, that, I, that we planted as a church, we planted Cape Town or Somerset West. And we planted Somerset West about three months ago. And we planted them of about 70 people, uh, plus minus. And they have now grown that our, our Sunday attendance is anything between 130 all the way up to 180. And sometimes it breaks 200 in adults, uh, not counting children. And the church is growing and the leadership there is healthy and we're developing people um, and we're developing the core team there as well. And so as for us, you can see what the Lord is busy doing. The Lord is busy increasing our influence and taking us across the nation. And I want us to understand that because we're young and because we're young, we want to see the Lord planting churches across this nation. And the next step according to the heavenly vision is definitely Port Elizabeth. We'll plant a church in Port Elizabeth. We want to move towards there as well. But we want to grow the, the mandate. Who of you know that planting a church is influencing a community? Are you there? 
But we couldn't have planted churches if Pretoria were not where Pretoria is at. And that's why God is the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. I could have never do what we are doing now if there were not faithful people before us. Come on, are you there? Our foundations here are strong and because the foundations here are strong, we can do what we are doing in the nation. Um, but it takes, it takes time and it takes, uh, there's a price tag to it. Then on that as well that I, I want you to see um, is that with, as I said with Durban, uh, there are things for us definitely on the cards there and most definitely in Cape Town because we are really reaching 70% uh, capacity uh, in September, we will definitely go uh, or most definitely go to our, our two morning services on that side, growing the church. I did the same with Durban. Durban has hit three services already and they've been running that very successfully as to Pretoria and now Cape Town will follow suit in September going to two services. Amen. Amen. I just want you to know that you are part of a movement and you're part of a growing church and uh, we might not be where we want to be but we most definitely further than that what we were. Amen. Come on, can somebody just say amen to God? Um, and then being said that, I, I want you to take note of that bottom part. In the beginning of the year, I told you, um, and I want to tell you that we want to we be people of our word. Our yes must be our yes, our no must be our no. And so in the beginning of the year, we spoke about uh, planting Cape Town, and we did according to the obedience of God. I want you to understand, you can do nothing unless God tells you. Otherwise, it will, otherwise it will just be vanity, and you will try to do things by yourself. Um, in the beginning of the year, we spoke about Cape Town and we did Cape Town. Um, and then we spoke about uh, taking this school, Empower Christian Academy, and advancing it towards a high school. Um, and we started with that and we did that and we completed that. And I just want to say, we did both of the above, not uh, looking into the eyes of a lender, but looking to the eyes of God. And God funded it by Himself through you, His people. And we owe nobody nothing. Um, and that's just how God operates. Amen. Um, and um, thank be to God that we can do it. And now we've, we've hit our, our third development here in Pretoria. And this is what I want you to take note of. I want to focus right now. Our focus is going to go towards the children. Um, on a Sunday we have, and, um, and the reason why I want to focus on children is very simply is because of two reasons. The children is the future. And so on any given Sunday, uh, Pastor Herbert will tell you he sits between, when the schools have started, uh, he sits between five to 700 kids in the children's church only. Uh, that's how many kids he have. So if you want to pray for him, pray. It's a lot. And so we want to go to the next dimension of our development in Pretoria. And what we want to do very, very simply is across the field, you would have seen a board saying kids zone. And you would have seen certain things uh, maybe over the course of time and I, and I think what I've really done, I've just put things there for my own sake as much as for your sake that I can remind myself as the book of Habakkuk says that make the vision plain, make the vision known so that you may fulfill it, right? And so what we want to do is we not just want to advance our children's church here and our capacity, what we can do here uh, in the building only, but what we also want to do, we want to move across to that field and start to develop something I, I, I can best explain it to you, maybe in the sense of an empower village. 
And what that will be is we want to develop something. I want to develop something that can be for your children to play with. Uh, a place where you can sit, you can have time, you can spend time. And it will be a family get-together place. Are you there? Um, uh, because uh, it's just something that we need to do. And the point is, I'm going to show you more of that to come as we go forward. But I want you to know that we want to affect that vision and we want to uh, um, activate that. But we can't activate that without you. We need your partnership with us this morning. Are you there? And uh, later on this morning, I'm going to speak to you about this again. Um, because it is important, very important, that we do this together. The children, uh, we have got hundreds of children, thousands of children in this area. In actual fact, we don't have enough schools for our children. It's true. We don't have enough schools in this area for our children. There's too many kids. And so we have to, according to the Word of God, and everything we do, you have to know, according to God's Word uh, in this church, God spoke to us very clearly and said that there will be a movement on the young people There'll be a movement on the children and God's going to bring the children from the east and the west and the north and the south because we don't want your children to walk the streets. We want the children in church. We want the children in our community places. So we're going to develop it for them. Amen. Can I have anybody that says amen to what I'm saying? Because all of you eat, all of you like entertainment, all of you have, have children, or most of you have children. So we want to create a place for them. Are you there? Um, and I'll speak about that again. Then I want you to take note of EBI. EBI uh, is Empower Bible Institute. And as you see Empower Bible Institute, what that means is we are starting again with equipping the saints. Bible says equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And so on the 25th of July, that is in two weeks to come, we're going to start of Empower Bible Institute again. And I want to encourage every single one of you to please register for that. And I'm going to give you time this morning to do so. But do not not register for EBI. And we've made this Zoom base so that you can be any place in South Africa and do our teachings. And people do across the nation. Are you there? Then two more things that's behind me before I get into my sermon is new members. We have changed our new members, the way that we are doing it. And new members are next week. Saturday and Sunday evening will be baptisms. I want you to note that attending this church does not make you a member of this church. I want to say it again. Attending does not mean membership. That's like going to the gym without a gym card. No, you have to go through the course. You have to. And what is the new members, uh, new members course about? It is making sure that the foundations are in your life. What are the foundations? Repentance, forgiveness, deliverance, water baptism, Holy Spirit baptism, flowing in the gifts, worship, understanding life group, tithes and offerings, etc. That is part of the new members process. We want you to understand what it means to have the basics of the Bible in your life and living according to the pattern of the Bible. Amen. And so I want to encourage you to sign up for new members and to do so today. It is next week Saturday. Amen. I'm going to give you time for that this morning. And the last thing that you'll see behind me is life groups. We are part of the life of the church if we're part of the group that is called a life group. And so we don't want anybody in this church uh, to do life alone because it's lonely alone. Come on church, smile for me just for a moment. It is lonely alone. God wants you in fellowship. 
So this morning I want to speak to you about this in the few minutes that I have and then I'm going to give you an appropriate time this morning so that we can minister also to you. In Matthew chapter number 6 verse number 9, Jesus introduces us to this concept right from the start and listen to what the Master is saying. In Matthew chapter number 6 verse number 9, He says this to His disciples, He says, This is then how you should pray. And you guys can change the slides, we're not there at the life group slides. Um, this is then how you should pray. Our Father which art in heaven, please note that. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then he goes on, he says, give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Verse number nine of you have your Bibles here. I want you to see this. This is then how you should pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And what I want you to note here is this. Jesus introduces us to three words in this first part. Um, that is, by the way, it's not His prayer. It's our prayer. But because it's not the Lord's prayer, um, it's a prayer of repentance and He had nothing to repre- uh, repent about. But the point being is he, he introduces us to three concepts. He introduces us to the word, Our Father. I want you to note that we read it so simply and we misunderstand what we are busy reading. He doesn't say, My Father. He says, Our Father. Why does He say, Our Father? Because from the immediate before He introduces you to anything, He introduces you to the concept, Us. He introduces you to the mindset that the church is us. It is one and another. It is more than one. Come on, are you guys with me? Jesus does not use the language I, ever. He uses the language us, we, our family, this group. In actual fact, He puts the whole Bible into the terminology of two or three. He says, whatever two or more bound shall be bound. Whatever two or more shall loose shall be loosened. Are you guys there? Then he says, wherever two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So this morning, we are many people gathering in the name of the Lord. That means He's here. Come on, that's scripturally sound. He's here. But I want you to see, He says our, and then He introduces us to a second concept. He says, or second understanding, He says, Father, our Father. He directs us straight to the source. He says, I want you to understand the identity of us comes out of the source. His name is Father God. In other words, there will not be an us if there's not a Father. Can I say that? Anything that wants to divorce you from us is not from the Father. Come on church, are you there? Anything that wants to divorce you from us and take you to I is not from God. The Father introduces you to family. Then the third thing that we see God here do is He says something very important. He says, let your kingdom come. I want you to note something here. The Father has a kingdom. But Father means family. In other words, there is no kingdom without family. Can I say that again? Because it might see, seem like a general term, but we don't understand what I'm, but I don't think we grasp the depth of what I'm saying. Is that there is no family if there is no kingdom. 
In other words, the kingdom can never be demonstrated without a family. The son came. Listen, I'll, I'll help you summarize Christianity that everybody grasps it. The son of God came to take a group of people on the earth which were slaves under, under sin. He broke the power of sin, hell and the grave and the Son of God, not an angel, the Son of God came and He introduced slaves back to the Father to make slaves sons and daughters again. But He did this through a pattern called family. In other words, void of the family of God, there isn't kingdom. You cannot be the kingdom by yourself. You are with other people and together you are the kingdom. That's why the message is given to a group of people called the church. The church is God's called out group of people on the earth that He placed His Spirit within or he, the Holy Spirit which is God. He placed His Spirit within and then He sends Him on a mission. The church is constantly on a mission. What is the mission? To enlarge the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ and to enlarge His space on the earth. Why? Because it, as it is in heaven, so let it be on earth. Now Satan has been very effective in telling Christians that they can be Christians alone. It's untrue. You have no significance outside of the family of God. I'll say it again. You have no significance out of the, outside the family. Because if you just think about the normal family, a father, a mother, a child, and children. Children find their significance, their identity, their purpose, and their affirmation in the family. It is there that they want to get affirmed. It is there that the fight gets dealt with. It is there that the family stands together. The same of the body of Christ. The body of Christ. I want you to note that Christ is in His body. Come on church, are you there? The strength of the church is in the diversity of the people in the church. Here this morning we sit every tribe, every tongue, every color, every creed. We sit here, Kosas, Vendas, Peris, Sesutu, Afrikaans, English. All of us are different, yet we have many things in common. We have the same Savior. We have the same church. We have the same culture that believes that the kingdom of God has to come in our lifetime. So what brought us together? Jesus. What makes us stay together? His Spirit. What makes us go together? His vision. So we need the family of God. Oh, come on, can I just have an amen? Anybody here? You have to understand, there is nothing called, you can't be a son and a daughter void of a family. If there's not a family, that's called being an orphan. If you don't have a family, you're an orphan. I'll say it again. If you don't have a family, you're an orphan. And that is, the, that is the speciality of what the devil does. He wants children to become orphans. Wants you to fight life alone. Listen, everything significant happens with people. You need people. You might say, I don't need people. I'm telling you, you need people. Because when you, for an example, when you, when you go, when you, you die, just as an example, when you die, you, you need people. When you get married, you don't want just you there. You want people there to celebrate with you. 
When it's your birthday, it's not just you that wants to blow out the candle. You want people there. When you go through deep, dark valleys, you want people with you to help you. Come on, are you there? Nobody in this church, including myself, are strong enough or made to do life alone. For you to believe you can do life alone is already called deception. Yeah, come on. Because this body, and I, I want to address one or two lies that Satan has told us. This body has got different systems. It's got 12 systems. in. One of them is a blood system. One of them is a nervous system. One of them is a lymph system, a drainage system. If any one of these systems don't work, this body is not well. Are you there? And so we need everybody to play their part because that's exactly what the Bible declares. Come on, are you there? And what we are seeing more and more is we are, we are seeing people are not understanding church. We are seeing uh, in this time, in this age, we are seeing people that are defining spirituality as being successful in the kingdom. I want you to take note as you sit here in front of me and I, and I say this with no weirdness in my heart. I want you just to understand. I can only give one day I'm going to stand in front of the Father I must give him a report of the state of the flock. Right? I must tell him one day what was the health of the sheep. God is not interested how much, how much followers I have on Facebook or YouTube. He couldn't care. He cares about who sits in front of me. And for you, I must give an estate. I must tell in front of with my wife, with my pastors, I must go to him and say, Lord, this is what we've done. You understand the, the task? And so that's why as a shepherd this morning, I'm speaking to you and I say, don't go out of the fold, stay in the fold because that's the safety. Come on church, are you, are you there? I want to quickly demonstrate to you something. Um, won't you come here, my girl? Um, will you be able to? I want us to understand something. Because there's, um, won't you just give her a hand? I want you, to, let's stand there. I want us to understand something here this morning. Let's say I'm Jesus. And this, of course, this is my wife. And so now I'm a man. This is a woman. Let's say I'm Jesus and this is the church. Because Jesus' Jesus's wife is the church. Everybody with me? Okay. Now stand with me. I want you to understand. If you are if you are taking on my wife, then you are taking me on. Because my loyalty is of her. We understand this in the natural, right? Everybody get it? Say yes. Okay, now listen to me. How is it possible that there's a Christianity currently on the planet that say they belong to the bridegroom? but they speak against His bride. I'm promising you they don't know the bridegroom. Because if you, again in the natural, if you want me upset, touch her. It will be very quickly. We are not pastors then. We will become other things. Are you understanding? In other words, if you are negative towards her, you are, have no relationship with me. In other words, I will reject you because I'm in love with her. 
Come on, are you, are you there? How is it possible that people are criticizing the church and they say they know the master? It is deception. Thank you, my God. Do you understand what I'm busy telling you? No, by you telling us how to run church. Don't fall in love with the one that's in love with the church. Come on, guys. The church is still the answer of God to a lost world. Come on, give yourself a praise offering. You are the answer to a lost world. Because you have a spirit that lives inside of you. His name is the Holy Spirit. Think about Jesus. I'll, I'll make a few statements and I'll come to a close. Jesus gives an impossible task to 12 men. He says, go into all the world and preach this gospel. Think about what he says to 12 people that don't have cars, boats, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Go into all the world. It's an impossible task unless God comes down and helps them. He says, go into all the world and preach this gospel. And they say, yes. Because at the first time that Peter preaches, 3,000 men gives their lives to the Lord, which goes about to 12,000 people. Then we see they preach again, 5,000 people. Now we've got 8,000 men at least that we know about, plus 12 or 120 in the upper room. So that gives us about 8,120 spirit-filled people. Now suddenly it becomes a movement. Are you there? How did the enemy over the ages stop this movement to infiltrate the whole world? Can I tell you? He caused schisms. The word schism means break up. He broke the movement up. How? By dividing doctrine. Okay, and I'll leave that for another day. The point is very simply, you have to understand, Jesus introduces us to the concept, our Father which art in heaven, His location. Then He says, let your kingdom come as it is there here. That means our job is to whatever is there has to come here. But we cannot bring that here if it's I. It doesn't work like that. He said us. Our Father. So Jesus says, whatever you'll face in this life, you'll have to face it with people. You have to do life with people. Come on guys, are you there? It's true. So the kingdom of God can only come if there's family. No family, no kingdom. Because the message is family. Or the, the, the purpose is kingdom and the carrier is a family. Are you there? So every time, listen to me, I'll, I'll leave you with two things. Every time we remove ourselves from we and us, we have removed ourselves from the kingdom. Every time I use the word I, me, myself, you've removed yourself from the kingdom. Come on guys, are you there? Please note, the, uh, I'll, I'll just put this out. This is a very important that you can listen to me. Jesus never, ever, 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 ever said, go you into the world. He said, you, all of you, you go as a church, go into the world. The assignment is to the family. And if you count yourself part of the family, you are part of the assignment. Are you there? 
Please note, he never said, go into all the churches. No, he said, be the church and go into the world. So by us planting a church like I showed you now, that is our best effort in changing a community. Why do we start a school? Because we feel like it. No, we want to take over education. You think it's the last school we're going to plant? Absolutely not. We're going to continue with the pattern. We're taking this concept to Durban, this concept to Cape Town. Why? It's working. It's not just working. We're better than the government in certain areas of education. I'll say that with confidence. We are. Because our, our, our product is better. Listen, let me say something. I, I feel that in the spirit that there's a resistance when I say that. Just because you went to a hospital owned by somebody else does not mean we cannot create our own. It is, it is not good thinking. Just because the Babylonian system that we went to the government schools and we went to government hospitals, that nowhere does the Bible say we cannot create our own hospitals and we can build our own schools and we can build our own stuff. Where does the Bible not say we can do that? Of course we can do that. Of course you can build a clinic. Of course we can do these things. Come on. Just think about it. If we have the schools, if we have the hospitals, then the world comes to us. They pay us the use of our services and we can evangelize the same time we heal them and we take their money. Come on, we must think kingdom here. Are you there? Oh, I challenge you with that thought. Romans chapter number 12, verse number 4 says this, Just as each of us has one body with many members, and not all members have the same function, so in Christ we who are many are one body. And each member belongs to one another. The ridiculousness is this, in the physical body, you will never find a pinky saying, hey, thumb, I don't like you. No, the pinky knows I need the thumb. Because of the pinky without the thumb, the hand is not working. But it's funny for me, in the body of Christ, we have got many ears, they don't like the noses. We've got evangelists that has opinion for the prophets and prophets that want to tell the teachers and the teachers want to tell the apostles, no, you do your part. I do my part. And together we do our part. Please note, if you're an evangelist, you're going to read your Bible evangelical. If you're a prophet, you're going to read that Bible prophetic. Your task is not to make people like you. Your task is to create Jesus in people through you. You mustn't look like me. You mustn't look like the Lord. Come on, are you there? Let me put this out to you. Jesus gave the Holy Spirit when? Please listen to me very carefully now. Jesus gave the Holy Spirit when? After He ascended, right? And He was seated at the Father. Why did the Holy Spirit only come then? Put up for me Romans chapter number 8, verse number 29. I want to show you something. Please listen to me. The Holy Spirit was released after the Son of Man sat in the heavens. Why? Romans 8.29 For whom He did foreknew, that's by the way you and me, He also did predestinate that to be conformed to the image of the Son. Okay? 
as Jesus is sitting in the heavens right now, is he victorious? Yes. Has he dealt with the power of sin? Okay. Is he stronger than sickness? Has he overcome poverty? Okay. Has he overcome evil? Okay. So in what image is the Holy Spirit conforming you to? He's conforming you into the image of Jesus Christ in his victory state. He's conforming you to the Jesus that has got all things under His feet. He's not conforming you to a Jesus that has not won all things. He's conforming you to a victorious Jesus. If the Holy Spirit came and Jesus was still on the planet, He would have conformed you to a Jesus that still needed to go to the cross. That's why you don't need to go to the cross Jesus gone to. You just need to carry your cross. But you don't need to carry His cross. His cross was for the sins of the world. His cross was to break the power of death. His cross was to break the power of hell, hates and the grave. You can never be, uh, take that cross. But you have to take the cross. What is your cross? Your cross is your call. So while, however He has called you, you're going to pay the price for that calling. If He's called you to do business, you're going to pay a price for it. If He's called you to be a teacher, you're going to pay a price for it. If He's called you to be a mom, you're going to pay. But, but all of us have the same assignment. If I'm a mom, brilliant. I must still cast out devils. I must still heal the sick. I must still raise the dead. Why? It is the kingdom that does these things. So you can ask me, how does the kingdom look like in an area? It's very simple. Where the kingdom comes, certain things has to leave. Are you there? So why are we contending in, in this church? Why are we contending for His Spirit? Because when His Spirit is here, other spirits have to leave. Why are we contending for education here? Because if we are education here, other places don't need to give it because we're giving it. If we are contending to develop more things for our children, why are we doing that? Because we are trying to put our children out of the world into our own things. Come on, why do we need to wait for the world? We can be better than the world. Oh, no, I don't think you believe what I said. Say with me, I am the answer that the world is looking for. Amen. Say it again. Say with me, I am the answer that the world is looking for. And if you believe that, then you have just stepped into purpose. You are not here to fill a vacuum. You are here to fill purpose. You have a purpose. I can't do what you do. You can't do what I do. And we shouldn't. We should not compete. We should complete. Oh, hallelujah. I pray you get that sentence. And so, I'll, I'll leave you with this thought. My time is up. The danger of our age, I'll leave you with this. The danger of our age is spirituality without family. The danger of this time that we're living in is spirituality without family. Because the first place that Daddy God is going to take you is to His family. But now we have got guys that are on all, and I'm saying this because I'm warning you as, a, as, your, as your father this morning in the faith. I'm warning you about this. Because we are seeing many people, they're spiritual, but where's the family? 
Show me the family. Come on. Because God is not going to ask you. He's going to say, where's the family? Come on guys, listen to me this morning. We as the church must be rooted in the basics of the Bible and stay there. And yes, we can be as spiritual as we want to be. But you've got no place in spirituality if you have not dealt with the simplistic things of the faith. What is the simplistic stuff? Of the, and by the way, the, the, the simple stuff never changes. And I count the basic stuff of the faith, repentance, baptism, water baptism, filled with the Holy Spirit, listening to the Holy Spirit, being obedient to the Word of the Lord, sticking with the Word of the Lord. Becoming spiritual doesn't change the Bible. Come on. You hear people these days, I, I see stuff, I think to myself, I said it in the first service and I'll say it in this service as well. Uh, I saw yesterday, I saw God, he's a guy, a, 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 a leader somewhere else. Um, another group of people saying stuff like, you know, he's more gifted. He uh, made the statement, I'm more gifted than God. I was like, huh? I said, you know, you have not a father. If you had a father, you won't make statements like that. See leaders doing weird stuff. No, stick of the Bible. Save me, stick of the Bible. The Bible is enough. The Bible works, church. It is the inspired word of the Lord. God backs His word. He does not back your revelation. We are yet to preach a sermon that Jesus Christ is going to go, Ooh, massive revelation. Don't know that one. Come on, are you there? I'll say it again. We are yet to preach a sermon about the Him that He doesn't know about. It's not like when I come up here and I give you revelation that He doesn't know about it. Are you there? We have no secret. There isn't a secret. Here's the secret. Find Jesus. Find life. Live it in abundance. And enjoy Him while you can. Have a whole family. Live out your purpose. Live out your days. And at the end of your life, leave a legacy. Let's just keep it simple. Are you guys okay? Satan's greatest attempt for you is to find significance alone. I'm telling you, you can't. You have to find family. Come on church, are you there? And so this morning as I'm done with my, uh, I, I wanted to stir your heart toward family because family makes it work. Come on, let me say that again. Family makes it work. If you're not in a family, it's not going to work for you. And so this morning I want to encourage you. The churches I've planted in Cape Town and Durban, they are the, every person in that church must go to a life group. And I want to tell you here in Pretoria the same. I said the first time is the same. You must be in a life group. If you're not in a life group, then become a volunteer. If you're not a volunteer, go to the children's church and serve. But in this church, don't be a sitter. Don't look to stuff. Be participating. Do something. Come on, guys. Are you there? Don't be, don't be consumers. Be contributors. Hello? Be contributors. Do something in the church. Sign up. Say, here am I. Use my life. Come on, guys. Are you there? I also want to say to you this morning, if you are not discipled, that makes you an illegal Christian. Come on. Say it again. 
If you are not a disciple, you are illegally doing stuff. Because you need somebody that must speak into your life and say, hey, that's wrong. Or yes, that's right. You need somebody that tells you to do life like that, you shouldn't. Or do like that, yes, you're right. You need somebody that can speak into your life. That's why we're creating all of these platforms. Monday nights, I'm meeting of all of the business people. Why, why am I doing that? I'm doing that because God said to me, speak into the life of the business people because I'm sending them wealth. But I can't send them wealth if they can't carry it through their character. They have to carry the wealth that I'm going to send, but the character needs to be right. Because if, you send, if I send them money without character, they're going to mess up their future. So now we have all of these business people. And if I, I want to encourage you, if you haven't signed up for Kingdom Business CEO, do so. Because we're teaching you how to think like God. You have received the mind of Christ. Use it. Amen, church. Come on, are you there? And so this morning, it's all about life groups and it's getting you connected. And I want to just show you the life groups that is behind me. I want to go through them and then I want to pray. Um, I want to pray for, pray for the leaders. Listen, we must not deviate from the Bible. Basic instruction before leaving earth. Bible. Say it again. Basic instruction before leaving earth. Bible. There's only two destinations, heaven or hell. And you want to reach heaven, but you do it through the Bible. Come on, guys, are you there? Because the Bible will introduce you to the, to the one which it's written about. His name is Jesus. You cannot know the king without the word of the king. You cannot know the king without his word. You can't know the word without the king. You need both. Because the word is about the king and the king is about his word. And God himself bound himself to his own word. Oh, hallelujah. So this morning, let me show you the areas. If you're on the central area, that's around the, that's around the church. There is different uh, life groups available for you. In the central area here around the church is Pastor Eric and Cornet. Uh, this is the central area. That's Acacia, Nina Park, Durandia, Taliaba, Heatherdale, Florana, uh, Volmer, uh, Hestia Park, Clarksworth, Teresa Park, Clarina, and Pretoria North. That's the area here. Then furthermore is Pastor Serena. She's to the northern area. And by the way, north is that way. Um, Orchards, Karen Park, Chantal, Mabupane, Roslyn, Shoshanguwe, Mandasich, Navosdorp, and Kharankua. So that's all. We have got many life groups there. Then here, eastern side of Pretoria, Doringpoort, Wannaboe, Magalis, Crane, Sinneville, Roereplaat, Anlin, Dadepoort, Montana. That's eastern Pretoria. Then southern Pretoria, also Pastor Stefan and Milani, uh, Rittendale, Rietfontein, Gesina, Mountain View, uh, Wonderboom, Capital Park, Mabel, and Seiderberg. Then uh, next one up is um, Wade and Jamie. Uh, they're over the young adults. That's ages 25 to 35. So if you're a young adult in this church, uh, in that category group, um, then I please want to encourage you to go to them. Then uh, we have Rehard. He leads the students. That's the ages 19 to 24. So if you're between the ages of 19 and 24, please go and, and meet up with Rehard. We're making time this morning for this. Then you've in the youth uh, with Pastor Given, ages 13 to, to 19. We want to make sure that you are connected in the youth. Are you there? Moms and dads, send your, send your youth to Pastor Given. 
It's got 300 to 350 kids already gathering on a Friday. I want to, I want to put my confidence behind him and I want to say to you, send your children. It's better to send your children to church than send them to a club or send them to some party. Are you there? So send the kids. Uh, then we have Pastor Moses, um, Herbert, uh, Pastor Herbert Moses uh, of the Children's Church. Um, and that's all the kiddies all the way to grade six. And he's got a lot already. He's got six, seven hundred children on a Sunday. And so we're going to give all the help we can. Then Pastor Charmaine, she's head of equipping and volunteers. That's EBI um, and all the courses that we do. For example, she, she is responsible for all of them. And so if you want to become a volunteer or want to say, I'm ready, here am I, use me in equipping, go and speak to Pastor Shamay. Then you have Pastor Derek, he's part of the outreach or he's heading up the outreach, that's prisons, hospitals, schools, um, and also the media of the church. And if you want to be connected and want to be part of the outreach, you have to speak to him. Amen. And then you have uh, Pastor Simone, uh, Fanamara, of course, She's head of all our admin, legal, and finance. Um, and then last but not least, I think there's one more to go. They've got a special slide. I don't know why they have another slide, uh, but there's like a special slide here. And I think they brought the slide up. Uh, just take it, please, back there. Um, and, uh, oh, you just do the three. Um, they have a special slide. So it's past a given, uh, Richard, Wade, and Jamie. And please note that there's two single men on the pictures behind me. So can we do this as a church and just get these, these boys married? Amen. So Pastor Given's number, let's just quickly look there. It's a good place to find a wife. Amen. In church. Hallelujah. So uh, can we just sort this out as a church? As I believe we're getting concerned. And... Um, but this morning you have a chance to be a part of the family of God. And before I want to go further, I want to pray for the leaders this morning. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter number 6, it is by the laying on of hands that the anointing comes. And so this morning as Shan and myself, we want to lay hands on, our, on the leaders. And then we want to give you the church an opportunity uh, to go and become part of the bigger family, right? And all the people that's online as well, the links will go out as we announce them. In a while from now, um, or in a few minutes from now. But right now, what we want to do, we want to pray for the leaders. And what I want to ask you as a church, as we pray for them, that you agree with us. Is that okay? So can I ask all the leaders to come out, please, um, of the different areas, uh, life group leaders and uh, associate pastors, pastors, um, shepherds, all of them. Won't you quickly come? And uh, let's do this quick, guys. You can move. And can I ask the church, though, um, let's just be active together. Can I ask the church to stretch out your hands, everybody? And I just need the volunteers behind the people, please. Let's do this quickly. You need to change the tune, Asher. Oh, you've been on that for the last 30 minutes. I want you guys just to, just if you can just stand a little bit forward. Thank you, Father. Can I ask the church, can we be active this morning? Won't you again just stretch out your hands, everybody? Can the church, the whole church, just stretch out your hands, please? So, Father, we want to pray this morning as we um, lay hands this morning. And I want to ask just the volunteers to stand behind the people as we're going to pray. Father, we want to pray as we anoint the people this morning.
thank you, Father, that the anointing is the difference. And Father, we want to pray this morning as the anointing comes upon them afresh and anew, that Lord, that in this day, in this moment, Lord, that you would set them aside for the purpose of the gospel. Father, I want to pray that as we pray, Lord, that your word will abide in them as they abide in your word. Father, I want to pray this morning that they will be faithful ministers of God unto you in Jesus' name. Father, I want to charge them again afresh and anew this morning to love the Lord your God and to love people as you love yourself. I want to charge you with the responsibility this morning to not just only love the Lord, but to take care of the flock and to love the sheep. As Jesus said to Peter, if you love me, love my people, love my lambs. And so, Father, this morning we pray, Shan and I, as we lay hands upon them, Lord Jesus, that they may be charged of the responsibility to take care of the flock in Jesus' name, as the master shepherd would have done it, as the chief shepherd would have done it. Father, we are representatives of Him, and so we pray for this in Jesus' name. And Lord Holy Spirit, I want to ask you this morning to help these leaders to empower them because they cannot do it by themselves. They cannot do it by their own wisdom. They cannot do it by their own strength. They need the power of the Holy Spirit. And so Lord Holy Spirit, we want to ask you to help them, to lead them, to guide them in all of their coming and all of their going. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And so we thank you, Father. We thank you that we can anoint just afresh. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for fresh anointing fresh anointing to come upon them, fresh anointing, fresh anointing in Jesus Christ's name, fresh anointing for service, fresh anointing for service in Jesus Christ's name, fresh anointing for service, Father, fresh anointing, fresh anointing for service, fresh anointing for service in Jesus' mighty name, fresh anointing, Father, for service in Jesus Christ's name, fresh anointing, fresh anointing. We thank you, Father, that you anoint them afresh and anew, that you anoint them afresh and anew in Jesus Christ's name. We thank you for fresh anointing to come upon them. Fresh anointing, my Father. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing, Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, for anointing people afresh and anew. In Jesus' mighty name. A fresh anointing, Father. A fresh anointing. A fresh anointing. A fresh anointing, Lord. A fresh anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, just for a fresh anointing. Fresh anointing, Lord. Fresh anointing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Fresh anointing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Fresh anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Borabakat Leandro. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing in Jesus' mighty name. Fresh anointing. 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 Fresh anoint
Thank you, Jesus. Fresh anointing. In Jesus' mighty name. Touch it, Father. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Fresh anointing, my God. Fresh anointing, Jesus. Fold them, Father. Full, 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 full to overflow. In this day, in Jesus' mighty name. Fresh anointing, my God. Fresh for service. A fresh anointing for service, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for service. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We can anoint your people afresh and anew. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Fill them, my Father. Fill them afresh, Lord. Fill them afresh. Fill them afresh. Fill them afresh. I anoint this family, my God. I anoint this family. A fresh Jesus. A fresh anointing, my God. A fresh anointing. A fresh anointing. A fresh anointing, Lord. A fresh anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Borabakata Leandro Boshteren. Rabatara Boshteren. Betara Bodra. A fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, fresh anointing, fresh anointing, fresh anointing, Lord, fresh anointing. We thank you, God. A fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing. Thank you, Jesus. We anoint this little fresh anointing, Father. Fresh anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Fresh anointing, God. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Oh, I want you guys to just come here. All the, all the full-time staff. Touch. Touch. Fold them far. Fill them, Father. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing in Jesus' mighty name. Fresh anointing in Jesus' mighty name. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. In Jesus' mighty name. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing, Father. Fresh anointing in Jesus' mighty name. Anoint afresh. Anoint afresh. Let your anointing come upon in Jesus' mighty name. Fresh anointing in this day in Jesus' mighty name. A fresh anointing, my Father. A fresh anointing. Fresh anointing by your Spirit in this morning, in this day. 
fresh anointing, fresh anointing, fresh anointing to come upon them in Jesus' mighty name. A fresh anointing, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. A fresh anointing. A fresh anointing to come upon them. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing, my Father. Fresh anointing. In Jesus' mighty name. A fresh anointing. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, let's just, let just everybody, can everybody just stand? Just for a moment. I want you to raise your hands, every single person. Come on, empower. Quickly stand to your feet, everybody. Say with me, Heavenly Father, in this day, we receive fresh anointing, renewed anointing for this day, for this hour, for the task at hand. Lord Holy Spirit, we cannot do this without You. And so in this day, we invite You to lead us, to guide us, to help us, to establish the church of the Lord Jesus Christ as co-workers, as co-laborers, with you, Lord Holy Spirit, lead us, guide us, assist us, help us. We as Empowered Church declare that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. We as Empowered Church declare that the Holy Spirit is Lord over this church over Somerset, over Durban, and over every church that this church will plant. Father God, we the church receive the mandate to go into all the world and preach this gospel, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to set the captives free. We receive the message of the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ as the only way to the Father. In Jesus' name we pray as one accord in one place in this day, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. And there we are, come on, say amen. Come on, declare with me, say amen and amen and amen. Give Him some praise. Give Him some honor. And just as you, are busy, as you are busy standing, before we go into any form of announcements, I want to ask you this morning as the giving slides come up, I spoke to you about the children's area that we would want to do, but we need your partnership to go with us. And so this morning as you give your tithes, as you give your offering, as you give... Uh, that that belongs to the Lord as you honor the Lord I want to ask you as well to go with me the extra mile in this day in your giving that we can give uh, that we may establish this children's development area uh, we didn't do the, the we didn't do Cape Town by owing no man nothing we didn't build the school by owing no man nothing we are people we don't believe in that we can do this by the source his name is God and we can do this together as a family 
So I want to ask you as a family this morning to give above and beyond so that we can do this together. Is that okay? I'm just speaking to you as a father right now that we can give us beyond and above uh, this morning. And you're online, you can do so as well. And inside the church, do so as well with me. And extend your faith. Let's grow the church. Let's grow our impact. And let's grow what we are busy doing. Amen. So Father, I thank you for every person that is a giver, that are generous this morning. Father, I want to thank you that we can advance the church, that we can advance the growth of the church to a next dimension, Lord, and advancing the kingdom through the children in Jesus' mighty name. And thank you, Father, that we have the privilege to do so in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. I want to ask you as the giving slides are up, there we are. Why don't you take this opportunity now and be part of the giving of this church? And not just in your tithes, your offering. I want to ask you, give above and beyond. Uh, give more than usual so that we can do what we need to do to achieve the kingdom. Uh, amen. And if you have cash here, EFT, all of those different types of methods, you can come to the front. There here in the front, you can go there to the back. Let's do so now, church. Let's give and, and let's be active. Thank you so much. All the slides will be up for the, our community online. And you're welcome to do so. Let's give. Let's honor the Lord.